Chris. Absolutely phenomenal. And how do you put statistics on this, Phil? This isn't measurable because this is the art of human. Arsene Wenger was so wrong when he called him a PlayStation player. He was so wrong. This is the art of football. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of Spot the Footix. I hope you're all doing well. And I want to welcome my guest, Leo, for being here once again. Leo, how I'm doing fine. You? Yeah, good. I'm very good. Thanks for uh, thanks for being with us. No worries, bro. And um, how are you how are you dealing in this situation right now? How is uh, isolation treating you? Uh, it's fine. You know, I'm just analyzing some good old games. <laughs> Hold on, that uh, football app. Yeah. Yeah, coming in clutch. Shout out to football. Yeah, it's definitely helping a lot of us out right now. We're just rewatching full old games. Um, I know for someone like you, probably the it's not the uh, isolation that bothers you that much. It's more the lack of current football. So, uh, for sure. how, how, are you, how are you coping with that? Like, uh, you see, I, I think on, on Twitter, I, I struggle a lot with seeing that because people are bored, they, um, they just come up with you know debates about uh, debates about older older players or older stats and uh, sometimes it's interesting but there's also a lot of dumb opinions. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I try to not look look at Twitter too much lately. Um, yeah, I'm just watching Belarusian football because uh, it's still on. So there's something yeah. out there. <laughs> How, how's the level? Is it uh, is it any good or is it just? At this point, everything I'm... goes, man. I'm not complaining. <laughs> But I think a few What's players it? from my list could be playing there, though, off topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, since we're talking about it, um, what I was going to say, yeah, we're, we're obviously experiencing kind of a, a lack of, of at least quality football at the moment. So the people uh, online like to debate a lot. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, sometimes there are some dumb opinions come into it or some opinions at least I don't agree with. Um, and there's one thing I see on Twitter a lot recently, and I just want to say shout out to if, if there's any of our listeners who are Chelsea fans, I want to say, look, Chelsea fans, you're you can you can say a lot of things to come at Arsenal fans. You can say that you know you've you've knocked us out of the Champions League when we were uh, going invincible. You won a Champions League, we didn't. You can even say that you know you uh, you beat us in the Europa League last year. But God forbid, why, Leo? Tell me why do they always have to bring up Drogba against Henri as a debate? What is this, man? I don't know, man. Drove by one of the most overrated players in the history of football. Honestly, I'm glad you agree with me on that one because that I think it's an he's he's a iconic player and he surely has like his his position somewhere like when you talk about iconic Premier League players. But and yeah, he has a great um, big game record. But I I can't I just can't look past the fact that he's having scored more than twelve goals twice in his career at Chelsea. So that's pretty. <laughs> No, this is actually overrated. Actually, I'm getting hit yeah. already. Man. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's a good way to to jump right into it. Because uh, yeah, in today's episode, we will be talking about overrated and underrated players. Um, Leo will be talking about the well, he's constructed an eleven of not um, retired but currently uh, still active players who are, in his opinion, overrated. I don't know his uh, eleven yet, and then we will have a very uh, insightful debate about that and then just to lighten up the mood a bit and not have it all very um, hateful and um, yeah attacking players I'll look at the more brighter side and then come up with an 11 of well let's say 
kind of underrated players. So, uh, Leo, do you want to start maybe and tell us uh, who yeah, makes yeah, up yeah. your list? Well, just want to say that it was actually super hard to make this list. Because mm-hmm. surely when you when we talk about overrated players, we we talk about players that play in good leagues and good teams, kind of, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's actually quite hard to rate them. But mm-hmm. uh, for the goalkeeper position, I, I had two players. Yeah. It was Pickford and uh, Hugo Lloris. Okay. I find I find them both extremely overrated, but because I find uh, Hugo Lloris better than Pickford, I chose Pickford. And okay, uh, Pickford is just overall he's so mistake prone throughout the yeah. season. He had like one good season in his career, which was uh, with Sunderland. Yeah, and ever since then he got signed to Everton. Now is the keeper of England, and he's kind of like untouchable for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, and and his biggest problem is long shots. I don't know. He just can't deal with them because he can save from close range. Like he has sick reflexes. Like not gonna lie, but mm-hmm. long shots. He I don't know what's going on, but he struggles with them so bad. Yeah, and yeah. Quite a lot no, of you, mistakes you can see. On yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he has a lot of mistakes uh, in in him. Like uh, quite frequently, actually, he, like there's goals he concedes where he could say he definitely could have done better. Yeah, for sure. Also but that, uh, that one game against uh, Liverpool when he did that horrible with, mistake. Hmm? Yeah, with uh, Origi scoring the last minute goal. Yeah. Yeah, it's a moment like this. But I don't, I don't think he's well. Would you say he's overrated? Because I don't see many people rating him at that high. I think people actually kind of. That he's... I think and finally they're starting to see okay. that he isn't good enough. And even the um, national team coach, what's his name again, Southgate. Okay, yeah. He, uh, he's thinking about using Henderson and other keepers. I even think the Watford keeper is better than him, but it's whatever. Shout out to Ben Foster. Yeah. No, I, mean, I agree. Um, I mean, I think obviously now the, the, the Euros are postponed to next summer, but while we well, when we were still thinking that the Euros were going to take place this summer and people having debates about like who should make this squad, uh, people, some people I heard said that uh, Pickford should make it should should be number one goalkeeper mainly because he's been the England goalkeeper for a while already. Whereas the other ones you mentioned are you know like Henderson is definitely the better goalkeeper, but he's still very young and inexperienced. So maybe the fact that Pickford already was England's number one at the World Cup helps him. Yeah. What do you think of that? That's true. Yeah. Should I go to my next player? Yeah, go on. Um. So, as a left-back, it was actually super hard to find a player that's overrated and is, like, okay. I was thinking of Benjamin Mendy. Mm -hmm. I find him a bit overrated, but he's still good. As in, like... Is he your choice? No, he's not my choice. Okay, yeah. I took a little shortcut, and I chose a right-back for this, and I chose Serginho Dest. From Ajax, right? Yeah. Okay. He's he's very hyped at the moment. Like okay. throughout the whole season, he's been hyped. Yeah. And I I saw a few games just before the the season kind of ended. I guess. Yeah. He was so poor in all the games I watched. He was so poor. The two Getafe games, he was bad. Mm-hmm. And then I checked the uh, AZ Alkmaar against the Ajax, where they got destroyed at home. He was awful. Okay. And like. Uh, 
Yeah, he's I, like I find him technically like super good, but every Ajax player is good technically. Yeah, but what when you say he was very bad, would you mean like just overall or what overall, defending? He was getting overall, like so know. even going forward, he wasn't really doing much. What? Is, is was he good at least going forward or in, overall the whole game he didn't really have any good uh, good moment. But the thing is like he's he can dribble past players like like okay, but his crossing isn't good enough to get like that many assists. Yeah. So he doesn't cross cross that much, and he isn't physically big. Have you seen him? Like, oh, he looks. Yeah. Like he's actually quite small. Yeah. So he gets bullied a lot on and mm. off the ball. And and uh, he's been like linked to Bayern München. I'm like, what's going? Yeah, on? exactly. That's that's the only only like I haven't uh, definitely haven't watched as much uh, of Dutch Dutch football as you have. But yeah, whenever I've heard of him, especially this season, I've kind of gone off Ajax because they've not been as uh, entertaining as last year. But whenever I've heard of of Sergino Dest, I just heard him because he's been linked to yeah Bayern or like big teams. So I thought, well, he must he must be like the next big thing. Yeah. But uh, and he. Recently, he chose to play for the national team of uh, America, USA, and that's that's for a reason because he knows he's not good enough to play right back for Holland. He's gonna get replaced in a year or two if he would play there. Yeah, because who, who does Holland have as a right back right now? I don't think there's that much competition. Uh, they have this. What's his name again? Uh, he plays for PSV. Uh, what's his name again? Oh, Dumfries, no. Yeah, Dumfries. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, he's pretty like, good. That guy isn't that guy isn't even that good. Yeah. He's ahead of him because he can defend at least. Yeah. And Serginho, he can't defend. So. Okay. So I guess I, I guess Des kind of himself agrees with you that he probably isn't good enough for I mean yeah, they, there must be a reason. Unless he's incredibly pitched. Yeah, what he he never lived in the USA. He okay. <laughs> barely proper English, but anyways. Okay. Fair enough from him. Okay, gotta agree with you. I mean I don't know that much about the player. Who you got next? Mm-hmm. Uh, so my two centre backs. This yeah. again super hard. I had a few centre backs. I was thinking of Thiago Silva, but then I look at his age. He's thirty six, so it's unfair to call him overrated at this. Yeah, point. at this at this point, true, true. Yeah, so I had to kind of find like semi young centre backs, and I yeah. chose Davinson Sanchez from Spurs. Okay, okay, yeah. Because he has played for a, in a high level for a while with Ajax and Spurs. I don't know how many seasons he's been at Spurs now. Um, yeah, I think this is third or fourth for sure now. Yeah, exactly. It's quite yeah. a lot at the high level. You should yeah. be improving. Definitely, yeah. and, and you're playing next to like decent centre-backs like uh, other way than Vertonghen. Yeah. So it's like, it's very weird that he makes so many mistakes and weird decisions. Like, yeah. just weird aggressive tackles too. Like, yeah. For no reason. And then yeah. there's a foul or, or something, you know. And I don't For me, he... He should be playing in a top six team. If Spurs like if they consider themselves as a top team, he should he shouldn't be playing there. He shouldn't be playing for a top six team. No, he shouldn't be playing for Spurs. Oh, okay. I think Spurs they think they're like a decent top team, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I see him I... in West Ham or Everton or something like that. Yeah. No, I agree. I think obviously I don't know how old I think. he's obviously still quite young, but he's been around a long time as well. I remember yeah. he was I think he was partnered with Delict when Ajax like yeah like played United in the UEFA Cup and uh, Europa League, and he's yeah he's been good at times. But yeah, I heard people say like oh he's good because he's very fast, 
But then when you think about yeah, it, he's he, very physical. But... Yeah, but he's probably like that also because he's often like caught out of position. Like I think he's not very he's not very uh, smart in his defending. And yeah, whenever whenever I watch Spurs and he plays, he's often the one who makes a lot of like individual mistakes. Whereas okay, Alderweireld, Vertonghen are slowing down, but they're still uh, definitely comfortably ahead of him. So I have to agree with you on that one. Who's his partner? He reminds me of uh, Mustafi a bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably a bit better still, but uh, yeah, yeah, he has that like kind of a suicidal factor in him, where just on his own he can just completely like ruin ruin something. Sure. So as a, the other center back again was super hard, so I just I chose Pavel. Okay. From Bayern, I just think he's he's not as good as people think he is. Yeah. Because he can he plays in a good team, so they don't defend that much. Yeah, and he also tends to play as a right back too, because a centre back he, he can be a bit of a mistake prone player again. Uh-huh. And I remember at Stuttgart, yeah, like uh, just before they got to Bundesliga two, yeah, apparently he was playing so bad. Like, yeah, he, he was. He already had that World Cup hype, but he was playing so bad there. So I don't know. Yeah, that's actually that's pretty funny because I actually when when constructing my team, I I was thinking about putting him in my underrated team for some reason. Really? I'm not a big fan of him either. Uh, ever since he, when he was a bear, like you said, when he was about to to play for France in World Cup, there was this big hype around him, and um, Bayern Munich uh, were already, I think, before the World Cup, like confirming that they were going to, like either sign that year or the year after. But he's um, he's yeah, he's not been great at Schalke, but I feel like then his like, at least in my opinion, the overrated part sort of. Uh, got overtaken by the underrated part, if that makes sense. So mm. at some point, people started uh, acknowledging that he is not that good and then started underrating him a bit. So now I think... Yeah, exactly. He's than... okay. He's like decent, but he's nothing crazy, in my opinion. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely not as good as... Um... I mean, it's weird at Bayern because they kind of change their system. Like Alaba plays centre-back now. Yeah. And does really well. And now he plays right-back. It's weird. Yeah. Because he's not fast and physically, I don't know. Yeah. He's no, kind of weird physically. Yeah. <laughs> For a right back. No, he, he doesn't look like a natural uh, like right back. And it's weird that he, he played there the whole tournament. And, I mean, you're half French, so you definitely yeah. remember probably better the World Cup, like especially from France. But I feel like the two memories I have of Hazard, uh, Hazard is um, Pavard is obviously he scored a great goal, which, okay, yeah. nice, but it doesn't mean that you're a good defender. And yeah, sure. the other memory I have was, I think, in the semi against Belgium, Hazard completely uh, like had him on the ropes the whole game. Yeah. But he's, I don't know, he's a weird player. He's one of those new generation right-back, centre-backs, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, Very uh, defensive, but yeah. Yeah, it's quite quite one-dimensional, actually. But okay, that's, that's good. And then did you find the left-back eventually? Uh, I didn't, so I have another right back. Okay. Sadly. And um, I think you're going to like this one. This is <laughs> my personal favorite, overrated. Player, oh, okay. Trent Alex Arnold. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, where do I start with this overrated player? I have so much to say. Uh, so, for me, this is this player is the most one dimensional player I've ever seen in my life. All right. Like, he's legit a pure pure team-based player. If he didn't play for Liverpool, he would be playing championship, honestly. 
That's it's harsh, but it's true. Because the only thing he does is cross. He doesn't defend. He just crosses the ball. And uh, and he gets so many assists because the the attacking players of Liverpool are amazing. World yeah. Class. Yeah. But but I mean they are yeah. world class, but doesn't it also show that he is like a world class creator? Like it kind of depends on each other, no? Mm, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. In my opinion, he can't be as a right back, you need to have everything to be world class. Yeah. And defensively he got triple twenty two twenty two times by Gerard De Lufeo from <laughs> And this guy this is like amateur level stats twenty two times. No, that is that is very poor. That's ridiculous. That was a game that lost uh three nil right against Watford. Yeah. Okay. And um, <clears throat> the thing is uh okay he got twelve assists. That's decent, you know. That's amazing. But if but if you look at the bigger picture, he does every single corner or free kick for Liverpool and six of the assists were from uh, set pieces. Okay. That's quite a lot of them. It's uh, kinda like uh, David Beckham who plays right back. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's a good and, I don't comparison. Know. I think he, he is a bit like a Beckham in like Beckham also he was a winger but he was very like limited to a certain area of the pitch. Like he would always mm-hmm. But um, yeah, sorry. Can I have a bold statement about this player? I'm telling you that he will never leave Liverpool in his career. Yeah. Because as long as they keep playing like this, he's a useful player in the attacking transition. But if the tactics change, and I think uh, next season, uh, I think the teams are going to adapt a bit more their tactics against Liverpool because yeah. they know what they're going to play like. And, yeah, and I think he's gonna be so, so found out next season, and you guys are gonna see. So you think that we've seen the best of Trent, and his his decline yeah. is gonna decline basically? Mm-hmm. Not gonna decline, or <laughs> he's not gonna decline because just the teams are gonna be playing better. Okay, like he, he's not gonna be able to to like repeat the same trick. Yeah, because uh, teams when they play against Liverpool, they sit back, yeah, and wait, and all. He does is cross the ball, and I don't know if you, if you go on Twitter or on YouTube, you can see his assists. Yeah. Uh, in Premier League, and not a single time he dribbled a player to give an assist. Yeah, it's it's that's insane from a right back. He literally every assist he gives is uh, from a standing point. Yeah. Like he's shooting a free kick almost. You know, it's so weird. I guess I guess they yeah the problem that teams. The problem, the mistake that teams make against Liverpool is that they often give like they give Robertson and Trent that lot of space around that area to like, and obviously yeah, the, the the thing they're amazing at is just whipping the ball in. Also, yeah, what Trent actually is quite good at is he crosses from a very early position, whereas most other uh, fullbacks you see often like basically are almost at the goal and like cross it backwards, kind of. Yeah, but. Like uh, if teams play like Watford did, yeah, and they totally destroyed uh, Arnold, mm-hmm. and also against Atletico, like Atletico kind of played some football at some point, and every time couldn't see Arnold, you know, doing anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I I see I see what you mean with him like being a bit one-dimensional, but um, I think there's other players like 
I would say De Bruyne is also similar that he is very good, but he is not incredibly versatile. Yeah, but it depends because I don't know. I think I think Kevin De Bruyne is quite good. I mean, he can shoot, he can pass it from anywhere. Yeah, dribble, but anyways. Okay. So we keep we keep on time. I'm gonna go quickly my midfield. Okay, but uh, just uh, you know the thing with Trent, I think there'll be many people disagreeing with you, but we'll we'll get for later. Many people disagree with me anyway. Okay. <laughs> and um, okay, my midfield. Yeah. I got Jorginho. Okay. I think um, he was when he came from Napoli. There was super high expectations from him. Yeah. Because he was seen as a great player there, but uh, at Chelsea, I see him as a liability basically. Because mm. uh, he's like he sits deep as a midfielder. He's kind of like a register. Yeah. And uh, so he sits deep, and but the thing is, he doesn't do key many key passes like Pirlo or Xavi would do. You know. Yeah. And I checked his passing stats. He was like in Premier League, he does zero point eight key passes per game. Yeah, that's quite low. So he all he does basically is pass to Kante or Kovacic, which are not even crazy playmakers. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's. Um, I don't know, but I just have the feeling that his kind of players, to like Regis or deep deep lying playmakers, mm-hmm. they aren't really suited for the Premier League. Maybe I think. Yeah, I agree. He's probably not physical enough and not creative enough, so it's a bad combination. Yeah, um, exactly. I broke. I wrote down that he's not physical, yeah. So he doesn't have a physical impact, yeah, or changing the game either, and he doesn't do those crazy passes. So, okay, no, that's a that's a yeah. fair fair point. And also to say he he has ten yellow cards because he can't defend, so he pulls the attacking players, yeah, their shirt back, and yeah, he's so easy to triple pass. Yeah, and he should have been sent off against Arsenal, but then he stayed on and scored a winning goal. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, my next one. This was, this one is kind of harsh, and it's Van de Beek. Okay, that's yeah, that's. It's harsh, but I think he's a bit too hyped. I mean, is he though? I haven't, I haven't heard. I haven't heard of, about. No, because every time you hear about him, it's like he's linked to Real Madrid. Real Madrid yeah. Recently, he was linked to Real Madrid. Like he must be somehow rated if you're linked to them. You know. No, true, but I feel like on a regular basis, especially since. Last summer, like Ajax did great. They lost um, mm-hmm. um, the Ligt and uh, the Young, and obviously now Ziyech is confirmed that he's leaving. But for some reason, you haven't heard about Ajax a lot lately, yeah. and you haven't heard about Van der Beek. Yeah, because they kind of had a shit season, Yeah, to be honest. But when you think about Van der Beek, he plays in Ajax, top team in Holland, yeah. and you play in Eredivisie against some teams that are very, very poor. Definitely, yeah. So of course he's gonna have decent stats. Yeah. But I don't know. Can he adapt to the next level? You don't think so? I don't know. I think he will, but not as people would expect. So you think? As in, like he's not gonna be great, great. Because I mean, the player he replaced was Danny Klassen. Yeah. And Danny Klassen was doing crazy stats in uh, Eredivisie too. Yeah. And he was highly rated. He signed to Everton. He was horrible at Everton. <laughs> and now he plays in Bremen, who are battling for relegation. Yeah. No, I don't know. Ajax is kind of like Monaco from like a few seasons ago, you know? Yeah. Like, like a lot of hype and 
a lot of players will make it. Yeah. But a few are not going to make it, in my opinion. Well, he's going to make it, yeah. but not at that crazy level. I, I, I get what you mean with the Monaco comparison. It makes sense. Like, I guess it's a season where, like, it's okay. Obviously, Monaco and, and uh, Ajax aren't average teams. They aren't elite teams, but they're teams where, like, every player, almost every player was, like, for that one season was, like, in the form of their life, kind of, and after, not as much. So, um, yeah, so... Ajax, yeah, Ajax, like, they have this hype about every single player. Yeah, but that's just because of the Ajax academy, they have a good reputation. Yeah, yeah, but, like, actually, if you think about it, only 50% make it at the end. But, but yeah. Okay, but quick question, would you take Van der Beek at Arsenal? Because I remember last summer, watching him a lot, uh, I wanted him as a Rams replacement, because I thought he's quite similar in that regard. Yeah, I agree, too. Like, uh, and yeah, I think so. He he would be good, but I wouldn't expect crazy stuff from him at all. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, my next one, left mid, I have Hazard, Eden Hazard. Overrated. And yeah. Okay, go on. (laughs) (laughs) You know he's overrated. Uh, And uh, yeah, whatever, man, carry on. So. Uh, I mentioned this before, but he came to Real Madrid overweight. Yeah. For a price tag of 100 million euros. Yeah. And uh, he was good at Chelsea when he played against. I mean, he was good against everyone, let's say, in, in Chelsea. Yeah. And. Uh, but every time they played Champions League, he was never there. Never. Yeah. He has a, he has a horrible Champions League uh, like record. He has 49 games and eight goals. And these goals were against some random ass teams. And he scored only one goal this season, which was against Gala, Galatasaray. True. No, you're right about the Champions League being bad. And definitely he's been poor this season. But I think he's obviously been injured a lot this season at Real Madrid. I don't think he's played that much. Yeah, I agree. But he did play the two games against PSG. And, you know, that's a big game, let's say. Yeah. Okay, but and, would you say... But he's like... Over- yeah. What? Would you say it's overrated, like, yeah, based on the current season or... Like in in general, like based on his, I think I think in general a bit. But I'm saying like he's he's a top top player, like one of the best. But I think he's still seen a bit too highly than he really is. Would you say like what if you look at? I, mean, I would say he's far far from Neymar, for example. Far worse than Neymar. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But for example, if you're saying like, what would you rank among? I don't know, like Premier League. Icon levels like okay, let's say top top level is or obviously like someone like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. I think he. I would say he would make the top fifty list, but he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be close to the top twenty at least. Wow. Okay. So. I think there's. He didn't have a crazy impact, as in like, big games. Well, yeah, but I think he, I think he, how, how often? I think he won the league twice with Chelsea. In those two seasons, he's been like probably their their main player. I mean, over the last few years, it's always been like Chelsea's main player. And he, yeah, but Chelsea overall, you know, there's no, he was the star of the team. Yeah. So it was expected. No, I agree that the last, especially the last two years or so, they were very average. So, like, they it all depends on him. But would you say he ranks. Would you have him or Salah higher, like among like Premier League top level players? Well, it's kind of 
hard to compare now because Salah has been on the what three years. Yeah, true. But I would say if Salah continues with this level, yeah, yeah, okay, by by a mile. Well, okay, because yeah, I, I think it's that's one of the um, as you know, there's these debates that keep coming up and down. Like like obviously we mentioned the drug and rewind before, which is very one sided. But then there's these kind of debates where I just I change my mind every few days. I can't really. There's so many pros and cons, and this one is a tough one. But I, I understand why Hazard. I think it's mainly yeah, the, the European record. He's been quite poor. Well, he's overrated in another level. You know, he's not like I can't compare him to these other players I have in this list. Yeah, no, true. Of course, he's much better than them. But but he people think he's like a generational. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll 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 accept that. Okay. So, real quick, my right mid is Coutinho. Yeah. Uh, I think people know that he's been quite bad yeah. the last three seasons. They know more. I completely agree with you. I don't have to say much, but I want to say this shocking stat about him. He's the third most expensive player ever at Barca. He remembered the semi-final against uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. He played He played both games. No, he played uh, 120 minutes in total. He attempted three dribbles, completed zero. He completed only 30, 30, how many? 31 pass. Over in that, in that both game. games combined. Yeah, in that game, like in those two games, yeah. and had only one key pass. And he created zero chances, <laughs> engaged in nine duels, and lost all of them. That's shocking. To be fair, I, I, in the I don't even remember him playing against Liverpool. That's probably how bad he was. Yeah, me neither. If you were to probably mention his Wait, so he's the third highest Barca transfer? Yeah. Um, it was like 100, 120 million? Yeah, 125 or something like that. Who, who do they pay, pay more for? Dembele? Griezmann was more as well? Mm, might have been. Oh, okay. Well, some shocking transfers anyway. Mm. But um, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, yeah, you can still like make your point for, for debate's sake, but... If I, if I were you, like when we're debating who should do the overrated and underrated list, my first thought was um, if I do the overrated, I put Kuti right in there. I think yeah. he's bad. It's sad because he's, he's an okay player if he's in, a, in the right team, yeah. but you still expect much more from him anyway. Yeah, but uh, no, they, I'm, I'm agreed. The fact that it's not worked for him at Barca and now at Bayern, he hasn't, like, Bayern don't want him after like only half a season, they've decided to go back. He's going back, like, and Bayern aren't, like, stacked yeah. with great players. Like, uh, in that position, so he's been bad. At the, bad yeah, yeah. Um, you think, oh, well. you think Liverpool should take him back, or what was what's like his? What should he do? Like with his career, like he's kind of at a bad position right now. Yeah, the thing is, Barca wants to sell him, and they thought by loaning him to Bayern, they would buy him afterwards. Yeah, but Bayern was like, yeah, he's he's kind of shit. We don't want him, so. And he has a big wage, so Barca is in actual deep trouble right now. They don't know what to do, yeah. and I think they're gonna try to sell him for like quite cheap. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, just, I mean, he could go to Liverpool, but he would play as a midfielder. Yeah. And does he have that high intensity that club has one? Yeah, probably not. I yeah, know. I think I think Liverpool can do better. Like they can get someone else. Uh, yeah, and, sure. and gonna... do just as well or better. Yeah. So my next players are two strikers. Mm-hmm. Lacazette. 
<laughs> you know already that he's overrated. Uh, so yeah. I mean, at this point, I don't think people that watch Premier League they just don't even rate him at this point, you know. Yeah. But uh, so he has seven goals in twenty games in the league. Yeah. Um, so his key attributes are supposed to be good at holding the ball, clinical finisher, good at dribbling, <laughs> and okay passing. And he hasn't been great at any of these for the past two z- seasons. Yeah, to be fair, like, at holding the ball. He's, he's the worst. I've seen he's very he's very weak physically. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't know where that like idea came from that like, he's good at that. Maybe just when a player doesn't score a lot of goals, people think, oh, that means means he must be good at like linking up. But yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't I don't see. It. I mean, you would you would expect that if you're supposed to be good at holding the ball, you should be good at passing yeah. the ball around also. But but no, it's true. I and the funny thing is that. He runs a shit ton, you know, in the games, but it's always in the wrong direction. <laughs> he, like he runs, runs, he runs to defend well. and press. Always the wrong yeah, moment. He, he runs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because he gets like applauded by the fans because he's so passionate. But like, okay, go score some goals. That is a typical. Like, I think it's like the English fan mentality. Like, you just that's one thing. I okay, it's not really the topic of this podcast, but one thing that really bothers me about English like match going fans, they applaud to, like. Mm-hmm. The wrong or like the most stupid things they applaud someone here yeah, for yeah. for running or for whatever thing mm-hmm. for making like a pass across the pitch, you know, like you have the ball on one side, yeah, exactly. Like the most simple, yeah, it's like it's a safe pass, it's just a high long pass. Like it doesn't, it's not as if you like, I don't know, if you do something crazy, like creatively, okay, but if it's just like a pass from one side to the other without like you still like in position the same way, I don't know, yeah. English fans are the yeah, for me. Like I said, passion merch. No, for sure. But to be fair, I I I really rated him when he first came. Um, and I don't know why. Would there was a short period where him and Aubameyang played together, and they, I guess they both scored. I mean, obviously Aubameyang scored more, but they both scored like at quite a decent rate. Uh, rate. But thinking about it, especially now, like they actually never, they weren't a good pair as in like playing together. They don't. No. They don't link up at all. They're just they're good friends and they both score goals on us, but they actually don't combine at all. And I remember like uh, looking at some uh, Lacazette clips before he joined Arsenal. Yeah. I already knew that it was there was that hype. He scored a lot of goals yeah. for Liverpool. Uh, yeah, you know, but uh, it looked like he had a crazy shooting technique. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This season he misses some easy shots. You know. Yeah. Like off target and I don't yeah, know. I mean he has yeah, he definitely has confidence problems because like he hasn't scored for a while and then it just like it just got worse and worse you know like he just didn't get out of that. Yeah. But um, yeah, let, let's not forget that last season he was actually voted Arsenal Player of the Season, so shows you that's uh, that's what's wrong. But uh, yeah, okay, who, and who, who's his partner? Uh, this again is a bit controversial, but Martial. <laughs> Okay, you don't agree. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I, I don't know. It's weird. I don't, I don't rate him as much as definitely not as much as United fans do. Um, yeah, but... and I know it's a weird one. Him, him and Rashford both for me are weird ones. Like they're good. Obviously, they're good players, but like, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you they aren't that good. So, yeah, like... his stats aren't crazy. I think for someone who's hyped that much. Yeah, Marcel was like 
80 million already. That's crazy. Yeah, it's mental. He starts this season 23 games, 11 goals. But like every time I watch him play, he looks like he's walking all the time. Yeah. He's like a Ozil in a time. Yeah, he's, he's, he's lazy. Or at least he looks like. Yeah, he doesn't do. He doesn't do the runs. He doesn't make the center backs move enough, in my opinion. Yeah. And I checked his goals again. Like uh, all of them, almost are tapping goals. Yeah. And uh, but he scored two great goals, like against Watford. And yeah. Against City, the the nice pass from Bruno <laughs> Fernandez. <laughs> but uh, and yeah, all the other goals were kind of like shitty goals that he got from mistakes from the defenders and all that stuff um, yeah no I, I i know what you... i just expect much more from him and seeing all the hype i guess like oh marcel marcel is starting it's gonna be good <laughs> black uh, black gloves ice just... cold yeah never smiling yeah but <laughs> yeah yeah he's, he's created he's created man. this kind of image that just because he's like this player who like doesn't move a lot and he's like never smiling people think he's like this bomb that's about to explode you know like once he gets the ball he's like clinical but yeah it's i don't think like at least speaking from he was compared to henry and he's so not like yeah him. exactly i think people just think they see like a a french player like gloves like kind of drifting in from the left side coming from monaco but that's where it ends like i mean no, he's good i think he's good but he's definitely he's good but yeah i don't know what would he say I somehow feel like we, we as Premier League fans, we put our standards like much lower. Yeah, but do you think that's? Um, you think it's um, Premier League fans in general, or like of their respective clubs? Because I think outside of Man United fans, a lot of people would disagree yeah. with Martial being that good. But like, always when it's our own club, we like we want to gas them up a lot, you know. Yeah, actually. But um, okay, that's that's quite an interesting eleven. I think I would definitely agree with many of them. Like straight up, um, I think obviously Coutinho is like one of the most obvious ones. Lacazette, Martial are like both. Yeah, I don't know. It's for Lacazette. I think it's just a bit unlucky period at his career right now. But he's definitely overrated in general. I think since he's been at Arsenal, he's been always overrated. He's getting so. Yeah, I I hope so. Uh, also for him, you know, I think he needs yeah. that, and um. Yeah, Marcel, I don't know. Uh, I saw something really outrageous on Twitter the other day. Um, luckily, it got deleted shortly after. I was would have uh, probably shared it. But some Man United fans said something like, uh, name, or like, the tweet was like, name players from a club that get into every starting level in the world. And it was a Man United fan who answered to it. And he said, I mean, all of it was kind of debatable, but he said, I don't know, Juan uh, Bissaka, Maguire, Bruno Fernandes, Marcel. And... All of them, for different reasons, like bothered me. But I thought Marcel is probably like, the worst, like to put in there, because mm. even at Man United, like yeah, if United had better players than I don't know, Daniel James, he shouldn't start every game. So, guys, that makes up our uh, list. Thank you very much, Leo, for compiling uh, your overrated eleven of current active players. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, I hope well, either you agreed or disagreed. It doesn't really matter because our minds are made up. Unfortunately, it took a bit longer than expected, so uh, we will be with you next episode on uh, on a bit more positive note, the underrated 11 and including very special 
the most underrated manager, in my opinion. So uh, stay tuned for that. And thank you very much again, Leo, for being with us. Thank you for all of you for listening. No worries, bro. And take care and stay safe, guys, and stay at home. <laughs>